0: Don't become so adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. This book is meant to be counterculture. Normal culture says, hey, look after number one. This says, look after everybody else. Take numbers and take names. This says forgive and forget. I see it all the time. People being led around by their screen. Not realizing life's passing them by. Oh, no, it's okay the large screen last week we looked at um what it meant to to be a follower, maybe, of of Jesus or a follower of God. But let me read another part of Psalm 25 to you. Psalm 25 and verse 5. This is what it says. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Now, I don't know if you know. I don't know if you've thought about it. You probably know. But being led... And following are two very, very different things. Um, You've probably heard the expression, um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Well, I used to believe that. And then I spent some time on my friend's ranch in Saskatchewan. Um, I can bounce around on the back of a horse, okay. But when you're with guys who are genuine cowboys and and they're teaching you about horses, I tend to listen. And I found out something. The expression you can lead a horse to water is only true if the horse wants to be led. Because they're so strong, if it doesn't want to be led somewhere, you can't even lead it to water. They're so strong and so powerful. Now, now look at this. Look at this picture. It's a, it's a great picture. <laughs> look at that. Look at that cheeky little face looking at that horse. That horse is 16 hands. It weighs more than 1,200 pounds. That kid is five years old and weighs less than 45 pounds. But look, she's leading him. With a slack rope. Why? Because he's a willing follower. That there's no way on the earth that physically she can lead that horse. He's just too strong. But he's a willing follower. Why? Because he knows she's got a pocket full of treats. And he's a friend. And, and because he trusts her uh, to lead. She just walks along with the rope and it's slack. And he just follows because he's willing now keep that thought in mind because he's willing now willingness can make all the difference that's okay but then how do I figure out what to be willing to be led by because we are all led by different things Different things in life lead us, for better or worse. We have people who lead us. Leaders. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Um, some of us lead nations into trouble. Some of them lead, lead nations into revolt. Some lead nations into prosperity. Some uh, lead nations from incredible dark times into incredibly good times. Some leaders are despots and take their their whole nation into a, into a dictatorship where they're the supreme ruler and, and, and take advantage of all sorts of people. We have, we have people like Nero in history, that history doesn't look back very kindly on. And then we have St. Paul um, compared to Nero. Well, now we call our chihuahuas and our lap dogs Nero. And we call our sons and our daughters Paul or Pauline. So you can figure out which one is smiled on more by history. People lead us. But not just people. We're led by things. Now, Mark said something two weeks ago uh, when he was preaching. He, he, He quoted a verse from Romans chapter 12, and it said this. It said, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Don't become so adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. You see, some, some of us are just led around by culture. Now the church and Christianity and the message of this book is meant to be counterculture. It's an upside-down kingdom um, where, where, where normal culture says, "Hey, look after number one." This says, "Look after everybody else," um, where, where normal culture says, "Yeah um, yeah, take numbers and take names, keep score. This says forgive and forget. It's totally counter-culture. But sadly, in the 21st century, it seems that even a lot of Christians and church groups um, are led around by the nose by culture and are so enamored with it that they they run after culture at every turn. So people lead us, cultures lead us. Hey, our stocks and shares lead us. I might meet people... um, Often, who who just listen to the news and, and listen to the Dow Jones numbers, whatever they mean, uh, and and their, their stocks are down, so they're depressed. Uh, people people are are led by the excitement of their next purchase, or or, or they're going on vacation well, oh, not now, hopes of a future vacation. We get, we get excited by that and we're led towards it. Our preparation aims towards uh, that vacation time. And and so we're led by these things. We're, we're led around by, I see it all the time, people being led around by their screen. Not realizing life is passing them by and they're living their, living their life on a, oh, hell. Yeah. It's okay. It's the large screen. So they're led around by a large screen, just walking around like that. Led by their screen, led by the chirps and beeps that come from their phone. If, if it beeps or vibrates or it chirps, they, they, can't, they can't leave it alone. They're led by the thing. Especially now, people are led by all sorts of conspiracy theories led by what they read on blogs, it's almost like nobody has an unpublished thought anymore. As soon as somebody has a thought, it, they they feel they owe it to the planet to, to type it down on a blog and send it to the masses. Or if they have a thought to... to uh, Not just put it on on a sermon, something like this, uh, for a small group of people at a church, but, but to launch it on the internet because everybody has to know the most important thing you've ever heard. People are led around by news reports that are absolutely, totally impossible to verify from independent sources. Led around by this stuff all the time. There's a, there's a story in Proverbs. I'll I'll read excerpts from it because it'd be too long otherwise. Listen to this. Guess what? This this these people are led by Proverbs chapter seven. You can read it. Uh, it's it's all the way from sort of one all the way down to the end of the chapter. It's only 27 verses. It's really quite easy to read. But I'll I'll spoil the plot for you. While I was at my window of my house, I was looking out through the curtain. And I saw a naive young man who lacked common sense. So you know it's not going to end well, right? It's it's just not. All right. This is what it says: A woman came strolling by in the path. She approached him, seductively dressed and with a sly heart. Dum dum dum! You can almost hear the music in the background, can't you? My bed is spread with beautiful blankets, she said, with sheets of colored Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with with cinnamon and spice. Come, let's drink of love until the morning. For my husband, there's a hint in this, for my husband is not home. He's gone away on a long trip. So she seduced him with her pretty speech. This is in verse 21. And enticed him with his flattery. He followed her at once, willingly. Remember the picture of the horse? Willingly. She followed, he followed her at once. Little did he know he was going like an ox to the slaughter. But he went willingly. I, I hear people all the time. See, I was looking at something the other day I shouldn't have looked at. Oh, it wasn't my fault. I was looking for something else. And we're led by a right click or a right swipe. We're led, but only if we're willing. Remember, twelve hundred pounds versus forty-five pounds. It only works. If it's willing to be led, willing to be led. Oh, you know, I think about that. You think, wow, cool. Because it's it's only two Psalms ago in Psalm 23 that we remember those familiar verses He leads me, talking about the good shepherd. Two Psalms before this one Psalm 25. In Psalm 23, it says this, he leads me beside still waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Now, hey, nobody has any problem uh, being led if it's somewhere that's peaceful. I, I have absolutely no problem at all being led to do beach missions in Maui or... Surf club outreach on Bondi Beach or maybe um, scuba ministry in the Maldives. So if anybody's listening, if you want somebody to do scuba ministry in the Maldives, I am willing to be led. But what if I choose to follow God and his leading of me? does not necessarily fit into my plans. Like I said at the end of last week, what happens when I realise that the plans that I have made are absolutely irrelevant in my obedience to follow the risen King? What happens? What happens if, like St. Paul... God is leading me and I'm not doing anything wrong. St. Paul's not doing anything wrong. And And he follows the leading of God and he ends up being shipwrecked. Not only that, he ends up being flogged and put in prison. One day, just for preaching, they take him outside the city and he's stoned. Now, and a lot of people are getting stoned but it's not that, it's not it's not that type of stoned right they they get rocks and they throw them at him just because he's preaching this and he, he refuses to bow to the culture so so what if what if the way god leads us brings us into conflict with the culture I wonder how many of us are saying, hey, yeah, put me down for that. I'd like to volunteer for that, please. I'd like to volunteer to harpoon my future career. I'd like to volunteer to to be called a fringe fanatic, narrow-minded bigot. I'd like to volunteer to have a view of things that is not popular in our culture. What if God leads us that way? Who then are we willing to follow? Because the choice is ours, right? I've got a choice here. David is writing this from a place where where he's realized that following all these other things, they're not scratching where he's itching. And some people listening to this now are realizing, hey, following all this stuff, it's not scratching where I'm itching. You know, listening to all these news reports every, every day and, and watching numbers go up and down. It's not scratching where I'm itching. It's actually just filling me with fear. And when I'm being led like that, it, it's really not very productive in my life. I was staying with a guy once in a different country. And we'd get, get up in the morning, we'd have breakfast. The first thing he would do, he would turn on the radio and he'd turn, it was set to a news channel. And so he'd turn on the radio. The voice would come on. And, it, and they'd just list all the bad things that had happened during the night. They were in a troubled area. So we listened to all the bad things. And I said to him, like, why do you listen to that every single morning? You know what his answer was? He said this. He said, just want to know who's died in the night. Like, what a way to start your day. I used, to, I used to joke in the morning when I came down, hey, turn the radio on, start with your morning upliftment. Like, what a way to start your day and let that direct the whole of your day. Why would you do that? And like I said, some people are listening to this and thinking, well, you know, I know. That this is this that listen to all this cultural stuff that they being led around by all this stuff it's actually not doing me any good and and you haven't got to talk to many doctors and psychologists and go to many hospital wards before you find out that people are lying in beds with with heart problems with res- respiratory problems with with mental health issues and, and a lot of it is linked to the stress of following all this junk around now I still have a choice though. Do do I let myself be led by that? Or do I allow myself to maybe led by God in a direction that makes me a little bit uncomfortable? My friend had a daughter years ago. um, My friend had a daughter. She was in school. And one of the things they were asked to read for their schoolwork was a book that that she didn't really want to read. Uh, she was a good kid. Um, yeah, normal normal teenage kid. Uh, she, she, wasn't, she wasn't stuck up. She wasn't prudish. She was adventurous, good sports, good athlete, um, great kid, good learner, um, <laughs> quite physical when, when when we played rough and tumble games and stuff like that. And 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 at school, uh, they were sent home with this book and she looked, she started reading. she said, I don't want to fill my mind with this filth and junk. And so she said, I'm not, I'm not reading that. And so she got to school the next day and they were doing the book review and doing the report and it got to her name. And she said, I didn't read it. And the teacher said, what do you mean you didn't read it? That was your homework. And she said, you know what? I started reading it. It was full of filth. I didn't, I didn't want to put all that stuff, the language in it was terrible. I, I didn't want to fill my mind with all that junk and he said stand up the teacher shouted at her stand up she stood up and he looked at her and you know what he said he said you puritan and all her friends friends started to laugh at her and mock her and she just stood there and stared at the teacher in his face stared at him <laughs> you think that took guts what a, what a kid Right, my kid. I, I think. I, give me a church full of adults like that. Like, not just young people. Give me a church full of young people like that. Give me a Sunday school room full of kids like that. Give me, give me a, give me a youth group full of kids, like, youth like that. Give me a young adults group, who will actually stand up for what they know is right instead of being led along with it. Right, swipe left, swipe, left, swipe, left, swipe, left, swipe, right, swipe, right, swipe. You know, the guy in that story, he wasn't being led by common sense. He wasn't being led by this. He was being led around. <laughs> he was being led around by his loins. Got to be careful what I say. or somebody will misquote it. What are you going to be led around by? Like this? Teach me. Show me, direct me, lead me to your truth and teach me. Why? You see, all these things that we've listed can lead us, but it tells us here, because only God can save. Boom. All these things can lead us, but only God can save. Think about that. Leave me in your truth. Teach me your paths. Because you are the God who saves. That's what David said. That is a smart realisation to come to in our life. You can right swipe all you want. You can right click all you want. You can watch your stocks and shares all you want. You can... Do retail therapy all you want. Hey, don't get me wrong. I have shiny kit syndrome. You might be thinking, what is shiny kit I love buying shiny things. Now, it's near Valentine's Day and the ladies are probably thinking, oh, that means he likes buying jewelry and stuff. No, that's not what it means. I like buying boats. I like buying cars. I, like, I don't because I can't afford them, but I love going and looking at them. I like buying guns and I like I like, I like like buying fishing rods. I like buying hunting gear. I, I love all that gadgetry stuff. So I have shiny kit syndrome. And if I'm not careful, I get led around by the excitement of that. And every now and again, I have to come back to this and realize none of that can save me, can make me feel good for maybe, for maybe a, a little while. But then all of a sudden I get buyer's remorse. All these things can lead us. But only God can save. Now listen. God's looking for some people who are prepared to be led. Maybe in ways that make them uncomfortable. Maybe in in paths. And what I mean by that is not, not anything that's going to violate our conscience. But maybe God wants to lead me in in a way that, that wasn't my initial plan. And I've, and I've got to decide then, okay, who... Who am I led by, my planning or his? Who will I follow? Does he lead me with a tight rope or does he lead me like that pitcher with a slack rope? Am I willing to be led? God's looking for people who are willing to be led. People who are willing to be counter culture, especially now. I wonder, does he find any volunteers? I wonder. Does he find any volunteers? Bless you as you wrestle with that. If he's looking for us, does he find us volunteering? Hey, Stay safe and thanks for spending some time with us today. Bless you.